everything we've been through, everything that has happened to us in life that has shaped us in the people and humans and leaders we are today, maybe is for right now. Dealers are at a precipice. The latest crisis around the COVID-19 pandemic has pushed their business to the edge. And this is after a years-long downward trend in margins. The cumulative effect of this onslaught has brought many dealers to a dark place where they're losing hope. Dealers will only make it through to the light at the end of the tunnel by learning from the challenges and sharing in the successes of those who truly understand what it takes to survive in this industry. I'm Alex Vetter, and this is Unscheduled Maintenance, where we hear stories from the brave, audacious, and creative dealers that keep our industry moving forward. Today's guest is J.D. Dantzler, General Manager at Manly Honda in the Bay Area of California. J.D. has decades of experience in automotive, but what makes him special is his powerful outlook on life. In today's interview, you'll get a chance to hear a rare perspective. J.D. is one of those people you infrequently come across in life who has a real personal philosophy that he follows every single day. I find him generally inspirational, but when you hear him talk about the things that he relies on every day to succeed, I'm sure you'll feel inspired too. You'll also hear how JD is working hard to keep his dealer going in one of the first hit areas in the COVID epidemic. Joining JD will be Doug Miller, Chief Revenue Officer of CARS. Doug has been with CARS since July of 2018, but helped me found the company early in 1998. He oversees the company's sales channels and revenue operations, building on a customer relationship model that has expanded to nearly 20,000 local dealers, as well as major dealer groups, national brands, and OEMs. Doug has also driven innovation in how his teams sell at Expedia, Ticketmaster, and City Search. I'm excited for you to hear how these two leaders discuss how to motivate a team when change is forced upon them. So I'll hand the conversation over to Doug and JD. All right. Thanks, Alex. JD, it is great to be with you. And right now we're in the middle of a crisis, right? And I'm sure over the arc of being in dealerships, being in local businesses, you've lived some of that. Talk a little bit about what you're experiencing now and how some of your prior experiences has helped uh, to navigate and you know, kind of your leadership perspective there. Well, I, you know, I think one thing is during summer, you always think winter never comes. And we were on one of the longest economic cycles that was bullish that we've ever been on. So one thing I, I definitely anticipated, because anticipation is power, and I think that's one of the things we have to do as leaders is anticipate the best we can, definitely do what we can in the present and you know be very profitable in the present, but we also need to anticipate right. what's coming. So you know, we're prepared for winter, and I just didn't know that a pandemic would cause winter, and I didn't anticipate it to be that sudden. But, um, you know, it, it it was there. You know, you know this dealership is, is definitely used to this. We, we have been through the fires in Northern California. That was one that was near us, um, and it did affect us, and a lot of people uh, did get evacuated. But yeah. the one that was, I guess, three years ago, 
That was where, you know, five people lost their homes. My office manager barely made it out alive, literally going through, you know, streets on fire, literally. And it was, you know, going down a list of 200 employees one by one, making sure they're alive first, their families are alive, they're safe, what do they need? So, you know, we've been through it. So, you know, one thing I think you need as a team, and you need to remind your team as leaders, one of the things you need in uncertainty is reminders of how you've overcome in the past. So we have had that, I guess, advantage um, by going through a crisis before. Now, this one's different because you, you woke up during a fire and you got a containment number and you had a specific enemy that you were fighting and you had a scoreboard. And when you got 10 more percent containment, you know, you had some victory. Here, it's more of an invisible enemy. You could see that one. This one's a lot harder to see. Right. Yeah. So maybe you can talk a little bit about uh, your outlook. You talked about anticipation being part of that outlook. And what motivates you personally as a human? Like, what what are the things that drive you every day? Well, I, I, I think, truly, when you do things for yourself, you have one level of insight. And when you have, let's say, your family and your loved ones, you get a different level of insight. And when you were doing things for your family and others, I think a total different level of insight comes to you. I mean, I I really do think the formula for any success is, you know, total action, massive action, complete focus, and then you need some grace. You know, what what we do as leaders, it it really is tribal. You know, I don't know if anybody on this podcast has ever contemplated, you know, what why are leaders even needed? You know, what what makes us as human beings look to another individual? And it and it is. It's it's biological, it's prehistorical, and the only reason that leaders existed was the tribe might have another tribe that invaded, and that leader better keep them safe. Or when the drought comes, that leader better have, you know, some water for them. So what we do truly has a purpose. That's not an easy thing to do, to be a leader, to be a tribal leader, to, to have that energy continue to just kind of buzz within a within a team. I know it's something we talk about an awful lot within my team and how, how to keep that that energy going with the there's some of it science, but a lot of it's that 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 art. Uh, I don't know if you if you've seen the same. You know, we have a luxury and a burden as a leader. The burden is our people rely on us, which actually turns into a luxury because suffering is truly the story of me. And you know, I I maybe spent about I would say two minutes there during this whole thing, and I didn't I didn't like that neighborhood. Because when I thought of myself, yeah, it's it's scary out there. But when I thought of my team, I was inspired. I was invigorated. There's a different level of energy that really becomes endless when you're doing it for others besides yourself. And I, I think a lot of people that will be listening to this, we've all had leaders that are worried about themselves. Last man standing, right? And there's a reason the captain goes down with the ship. Do you think that will come out the other side and retailing, selling cars will be different 
how will we change because of this moment? I do think that enough leaders in this industry, enough very powerful people that get things done have decided that the consumer wants a different experience. And I think we are a little bit over anticipating what that will be. And at the same time, I also think when the consumer is offered that, that may not even know about that, they're going to like that experience. And that is definitely going to be linear in nature. And I do think that the customer will like that experience. And the second some friends are having dinner, you know, when that happens again, and you can have, you know, people around a dinner table and someone says, yeah, I bought my car. And yeah, I went down to the dealership and one of his friends goes, what? You went to the dealership? Man, they delivered right to my house. What are you doing, man? That guy will never buy a car the same way again. I just love hearing JD's perspective on all of this. With the Bay Area being one of the hardest hit regions, it's great to hear how he successfully motivated his team through these tough times. I know many dealer operators out there like JD are working hard to strike the balance of putting their staff's mental and physical well-being first, while at the same time implementing needed process changes to overcome the challenges of COVID. Change management can be hard, particularly if you're looking at digital retailing and struggling how to get your staff to adopt new process. This is where cars can serve you best. Please contact our teams. We'll be happy to help you. I was on a conference call uh, with uh, Ford CEO the other day. He kind of did a panel the other day, and he was talking about how they're seeing demand come back in China, maybe a little bit ahead of what they were expecting, and that it's his opinion that the sharing economy, actually, the sharing marketplaces are going to struggle more because consumer wants to be safer in their car, in their own space, a kind of a continuation of their home out to their driveway and then perhaps on to work. Are you seeing any of that or hearing any of that? Or what are your thoughts on on that, that period that we're about to enter into? Well, I think uh, as as an American society, we've always had a emotional relationship with our cars. Not everyone, but a lot of people have a name for their car. So I'm not sure how the ride sharing, maybe in some metro areas that were extreme metro areas that did make sense. I think even though met- those metro areas are going to have their own car, which is a great advantage to us car dealers. And history is a great measurement. And I had, you know, listened to Mr. Vetera. He's a student of history, and I try to be too. So in in those times, what is effective? Well, used cars are pretty effective because people still want to buy cars, and that is an option that usually has a lesser payment. Also, fixed operations is going to go up. So fixed operations is going to be a massive opportunity in in this what I perceive that's that's coming. I'm not sure where when it's coming, but I, I, I don't think we just pull right out of this. And if people hold on to their cars just like 08 and 09, uh, fixed is gonna go up. And if fixed is gonna go up and you only 
can control what you can control. And if you have people that are coming in your service department, then how's your service to sales process? Something that we've prepared for quite some time. I mean, are we doing two to 3% of the sales of the ROs? We're, you know, routinely doing 60 to 70 out of our service drive, which produces trades, which produces the used cars. And I'm somewhat thankful because this is a competitive business, but we're all a brotherhood at the same time. There's a, a market in the United States that is a wonderful market that has amazing human beings in it that is an Hispanic market that the last time I went to the uh, NADA show, I didn't see a booth dedicated to 35% of the buying population that is growing much faster than any Anglo population. And does that sector have work in a down economy? Absolutely. Does that yeah. sector know how to budget? Does that sector still like to drive cars? Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, the, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm excited on a business level uh, and I am concerned on a human level because I do love my people and, I, and people in general, and I want us all to be safe. And on a business level, this is exactly what we've been preparing for. I just, again, didn't know it'd be so sudden. None of us did. Hell, yeah. Like, like shockingly sudden. Right. Over a weekend sudden, yeah. If every dealer were listening to this podcast or you, you, know, you could get that brotherhood together, is there anything that you'd say, advice that you'd want to share, thoughts, perspective from Northern California? That's a good question. And you guys always ask good questions. So I, you know, I appreciate that. And, and I think all of us have one journey. And, you know, I talk about the dash a lot to my people and in, in meetings and so forth, now Zoom meetings, but, you know, there's a dash. And that's the dash from when you're born to when this journey ends. And if you're a dealer or general manager or anybody at this point, this is a point in history that we have the ability to affect others during a pandemic, during something that is unprecedented that will be in the history books for another 100 years. They talked about 1918, and now it's 2020. So that's about 102 years. So this will be something that is talked about, that is analyzed. And as I've mentioned to a lot of you know my teammates, they're going to say, Grandpa, what did you do during the pandemic of 2020. Grandpa, what did you do during the depression of 2022? What happened? And I want to write a great story. And let's write a great story because that's what we do. And when you look at it, and I'm sure there's a lot of people familiar with the hero's journey. Every hero has an opponent. Every movie you ever watch has an upside, and then there is a downside. And we must pull ourselves out of that downside. And this is our time. This is maybe what everything we've been through, our experiences, our learning, everything that has happened to us in life that has shaped us in the people and humans and leaders we are today, maybe is for right now. If you don't want the ball with two minutes left, and you need to score seven, 
that's what we're made for. That's maybe why we're here. So this isn't something that is just a little click on the radar. This is an unprecedented thing, and we find ourselves in the middle of it. And I understand I'm not leading the country. I'm not a governor. But I have a certain amount of people that I love that I'm going to do the very best I can for them and their families because when dad and mom come home and they feel secure, guess what? Dad and mom feel secure. Their loved ones feel secure. There is a butterfly effect to what we do. And that's why I'm going to stay up late and I'm going to study and I'm going to learn and I'm going to anticipate. I'm going to listen to everything I can is because now is our time and I'm ready for it. Yeah, that's well said. And I think that this the, the brotherhood of dealers, the, the, the grit, the local community work that is done, it is the time of local. It is the time of community. And I, I think it's going to express itself. I do. And I see I can see it already. And from various dealers, the messages that I get, the conversations that I've had. It's not just about them figuring out their business. They're figuring out their communities, their lives, their family, their their employees. And and there's a lot of care there. And there are a lot yeah, there are a lot of them staying up late, right? A lot of us are. Yeah. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah. I mean, that's the brotherhood that I am honored to be part of as you know, a, a dealer body, as 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 a brotherhood, like you said, is we do care. And we care greatly. And I mean, that that would be the message. And be inspired. Don't be stressed. I mean, we wouldn't know about the guy that landed the plane on the Hudson unless he had to. They made a movie about that guy. And so this is an inspirational moment. Without challenge, we wouldn't grow. I mean, without problems, we don't grow. I mean, this is this is what we're made for. We you know, we took on these positions that are performance in nature. I mean, head coaches, if the team loses, there's still usually 53 players that stay. So we we like a challenge anyways. It's the only reason we took this job. And for dealers, hey, there's a lot of responsibility. We're built for challenge, and this is one of them. And I know us as a brotherhood, we're going to come out stronger. And anytime you get stressed, realize it's a challenge we're made for. It's, it's a heart level, and the head will get us out, and the heart will get us through. Guaranteed. That was well said. We can, we can lead with that. Right on, man. JD, I, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk in the middle of a crazy time. Uh, but I'm inspired. I'm inspired by what you've said. I've been, I'm inspired because of what I see dealers going through every day and, and the work they're doing in their communities. And as you said, it's a spiritual game. Uh, and... And that just shows up in everything that you had to say and everything that you do. So thank you for spending the time. Absolute honor. Thanks for doing everything you do for us dealers and inspiring us. You guys have definitely inspired me through it all. And uh, I really appreciate it. Thanks, JD. Back to you, Alex. That was an awesome conversation. Dealers everywhere should find something to take away from that, no matter where they are or how they're doing. JD, you have such a powerful outlook on life. You can tell it lifts your team, the spirits of the company, and keeps everyone on the right track. Thanks for joining us this week, and I hope you'll be back for our final episode of this podcast next week. It's going to be a great episode. 